What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ivan Sun, who's the founder of Arc Smart Luxury. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Excited to be yeah, here. Excited to have you on the podcast. Looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? What is Arc Smart Luxury? Luxury. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we actually build uh, NFC chips that can be implanted into any jewelry or other luxury products. Um, and this allows you to interact with your your jewelry in a digital fashion. So actually, um, before the meeting, I actually programmed uh, one of our pieces here um, just uh, to actually tap it, just use by tapping to your phone and it brings up a link. And um, it actually, this one, this one was programmed to um, go to your podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, um, lots of different uses that we, we have with this. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically, um, kind of set out to create a way for our jewelry, all these luxury items that we buy, which are completely offline, um, to be able to use them and interact with, uh, ha- have them interact with the internet of things. Um, so there's a lot of different use cases there and I'm sure we can dive into it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, going back or I guess in other words we could also take a step forward help us understand like what what is the technology here like what is NFC what is what does that mean I mean I'm familiar but not maybe not everyone listening is so kind of what's going on with that what is that totally yeah it stands for near near field communication chip Um, and basically it's a way for there's a tiny radio antenna and a tiny um, microchip on the actual um, uh, piece itself and what that does is actually you can you can use it for a number of different things I mean the most common use is what you see on your credit card when you scan or tap your credit card or something like that um, but it's a relatively new technology and it's for for the consumer space and there's so many applications of it um, we've obviously seen it again in payment systems and things like that it's a way to actually verify that you something is physical and that you own it and that you possess it you know you can pay for things with logging in with a paper PayPal account or Venmo and sending money and stuff that way. But um, there's really something about owning a physical token that you can instantly authenticate your ownership of something. And again, so again, we see it in in credit cards and and, uh, other like wristbands at a concert maybe. Um, But right now there's no, there's no use of this really in the luxury space. There's little pockets here and there. And we really want to create a solution for both our own brand and to be able to provide this technology to other luxury brands. Because most jewelers are not tech companies. And there's a lot of 
problems with the jewelry industry, like authentication, there's knockoffs that are like exploding. Um, counterfeit market is uh, $15 billion last year of counterfeit products. So if you're a brand owner or an artist, you want to protect that as much as possible. And then um, the actual, like the, uh, if your if your piece is stolen too, what can you do? Oh, my necklace got stolen or my watch got stolen. I had a friend lose a Rolex recently. And this technology will actually, as you to, um, just like you would with a smartphone, you could mark your, your necklace stolen. And then next time someone scans it or taps their phone to it and say, this is stolen. So it actually destroys the resale value of those as well. So those are just a couple of utilities. Super smart. It, 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 it's a great example of taking a, a newer technology and applying it to something that's already, you know, mass understood jewelry, you know, it's mm -hmm. cute, right? so super cool. But it kind of leads me to wonder, like, how do you how do you come up with the idea? Like, is this something you woke up one day and you're like, oh, boom, like I'm doing this. <laughs> or, like, help, help me understand how you got to this idea, the origin story. Yeah, totally. I it, it's actually funny. Um, there there's so many uses of it, and and every time we work with a new partner or a new collaborator, people come up with, oh my god, I could use it to do this or this thing. So it's constantly actually, um, we're adding utilities and integrations to this technology, which is really exciting. Um, originally, um, so my background is in uh, as a product designer, and I worked at companies like HubSpot and uh, um, some of their fintech companies. While I was in the fintech space, I started getting um, a uh, kind of financial education that I had never had. I didn't really know about investing or anything like that. And um, I kind of, one thing you learn, one of the first things you learn that's so important is the difference between appreciating assets, um, things like real estate and other, and stocks and things like that. And then depreciating assets, things that like the, the, the biggest thing we always talk about is the car, you know, you buy the car and it immediately plummets in value. So learning about that just kind of started looking at my life differently and, and trying to minimize all the things that I was buying that consumers buy and things that the media and everything tells us, you want this, you want this diamond necklace, you need this, you need that, but those are all depreciating assets. You, there's almost no advertising for appreciating assets. So um, yeah, kind of learning about the difference, but um, especially in the jewelry space, jewelry is a really depreciates instantly. And I actually had a little bit of a lightning bolt moment. I was in the gym and a diamond uh, engagement ring commercial came on. And I was like, why would you spend so much money to give something to someone so important to you that's a, like a diamond ring is actually depreciating asset. So the minute you buy it, it's a twenty thousand dollar diamond ring. It could be you could try to resell it at the store next door for only ten thousand dollars. So I was like, there must be a better way to do this. And then just knowing, uh, kind of being a nerd in the tech space, knowing about NFC, I was like, hey, we could actually digitize a lot of uh, the the jewelry and luxury market. Maybe there is a new asset class that we could create of actual physical items that have um visual like luxury items that, that we still want to wear that we still covet but at the same time we can invest and build our wealth and have other utilities uh simultaneously super smart insight i, I love that and it leads me to wonder like where, where do you see this going and I don't know, if you were to look out 5 10 15 years what do you see as the big picture the big vision here yeah, totally. Um, I think there's there's a couple layers to that. I think number one, there's this kind of inevitability of um, the Internet of Things and digitization of everything is kind of uh, it, it's it's has too much momentum to stop. And so we see we see chips and as chips get smaller and get more compressive, like the size of computers and uh, sensors, 
um, they're going into more things. You know, you can't, like you look around your, your room, your desk, there's so many things that have that stuff. And even shopping experiences, food, every food packaging is going to have start having these tiny chips on them just so you can shop faster and they can manage their supply lines quicker. So not excluding that is uh, things like clothing and luxury items as well. So if you're, if you're like two, like $3, uh, a uh, gallon of milk has a microchip on it. Why would your Rolex that is uh, $20,000 not have a microchip on it? So um, you kind of see it just in my mind, kind of this was this inevitability. Oh my God, these items will um, be chipped and join the digital uh, space. And then alongside that, um, why stop it? I think there are there are other companies that saying, oh, we can we can put QR codes on our this or that to prove that it's authentic. And authenticating is a huge part of this but there's so much more you can do with it. Like right now we're actually working with a rapper um, uh, that we're going to announce in the, in the next month or two. And he's putting the first ever um, uh, album drop on a line of jewelry. So he's dropping like 20 different necklaces. And if you want to listen to his new songs, you're going to have to buy the necklaces and you can own that. It's both a, like a keepsake, but it's also has this real world utility. And he's going to continue to drop other things like concert tickets and other really interesting things to that. So it becomes kind of by owning that physical token, you also get access to a specific group and utilities and uh, really interesting things. I don't know if you're familiar with the um, Wu-Tang album that they released, I don't know, probably like six years ago at this point, but they, they made one album on earth and you had to buy it. And Martin Screlly bought it at one point. I don't know if you, if it's still around, but um, that was a strange thing for like, wait, wait, is that, this is so strange, but also people coveted it and like wanted to spend millions of dollars just for that one album. So um, that's kind of where we see this going is really this melding between um, these really interesting digital luxury, uh, digital utilities and luxury goods. Um, Cause it's like, our whole methodology is like, have your cake and eat it too. Or we say, have your cake and wear it too. You know, you shouldn't have to choose between one thing or another. So you can kind of have these experiences, grow your wealth and wear what you want um, all, all in one point piece. I think it's great. And it, it's <laughs> not the same as, I mean, I don't know, maybe you would have a different opinion, but I, I, it doesn't appear to me as the same as like blockchain, web three, but it kind of like rhymes with it. It is a little, <laughs> there's a little synergy, which I like. It takes, I think the best parts of that ecosystem, I have the most utility, you know, utility parts and makes it real, which I think is super gnarly. In order to make that vision happen though, like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to to, to build out, you know, you know, we know what you're doing. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking for people to partner with customers? Like how can we assist? Yeah, there's actually um kind of a, a good mix of things there. Um, yeah, I think I think n number one, definitely looking for partners. Where um, the cool thing is, there's so many applications for this. Even beyond things like jewelry, we actually just did um, work with a, a really talented artist called Hans Uder, and he does these beautiful st uh, sculptures with like painted and collage stuff. And he um, was in uh, Art Basel and. Um, New York Fashion Week, and we put the chips in his statues so people could authenticate and initiate these um, uh, uh, AR experiences. Um, so there's a lot of different partners that we we love talking to people if people want to. Um, that's what we really are about. We could, we will be selling these directly to consumers, and we actually just opened our presale website. But like more so, we want to provide this to artists, uh, jewelers, uh, um, and other kind of startup founders even works great for, we are working with some startup, um, two different startups to do affiliate programs. So their salespeople can wear these 
our affiliates can wear these as an official ambassador and tap them to uh, someone's phone and get paid out instantly. So there's a lot of cool applications. So number one, definitely um, look so you can wear partners. Um, and then, yeah, we um, we did an angel round of uh, um, last winter and we're just about to open our uh, seed round. So we are also um, kicking off some more investment. Um, and then again, any any folks that, um, yeah, have, have think that they uh, could add value to uh, what, what we're doing. Uh, we are a super small team. Um, and so, yeah, I was looking for more collaborators, any people are interested. And then if anyone's interested in collaborating, where can they find you online? Do you have a website, a social media presence, or an email address, something like that? Yeah, you can go to arcarqx.io, and there's a contact form at the bottom of that. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thanks so much.